Welcome to the I Am Persuaded podcast with Travis Shelton. Our desire is to provide weekly encouragement and biblical truths so that you too can be persuaded that He is able. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Now, let's hear what Pastor Travis has to say. Welcome back to the I Am Persuaded podcast. I appreciate all of you that follow along with each episode, and I truly hope and pray that this is an encouragement to you and your family in some way as you travel along and run the Christian life. So I pray it's an encouragement. Our prayer from the beginning was titling this I Am Persuaded podcast was simple, and that is through the teaching of Scripture and through answering your questions and through just having conversation with other people of the Christian faith that you as the listener would be persuaded that Jesus is able in your life no matter what we are up against, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's sickness, whether it's financial difficulty, heartache, uh, marriage issues, we can be certain that Jesus is able in our life. And so if there's any way I could ever pray for you or your family specifically, please do not hesitate to reach out. I would love to add those to my list and pray for you guys. And so also, if you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, make sure you send those my way and we'd love to answer them on the podcast. And so with that being said, on this episode, we're going to answer a question that was submitted a few weeks ago, and I do not anticipate to be long at all on this episode. We're just going to answer the question, give a few scripture references to back it up, and we'll be done for today. Many of you submitted very good questions over the past couple of weeks, and so we anticipate getting to all of those in the next couple of weeks and months. But we're going to start with this one today, and I just thought it was a very interesting and good question to have on the podcast. Really, not a question I've been asked before. And so the question is regarding the second death. The question was stated this way, the devil and his angels will burn forever. What about humans? Will they burn and be dead forever after the second death, or will it be for eternity? And so a very good question, I believe, one that I have not been asked before, and there's a very good biblical answer for this question. And so I believe, and it might be a question that you've wondered before, you've wondered in yourself, or maybe you've been asked this question before. And so like everything else in our life, we can find an answer in God's inspired word. And that's really quickly what we're going to do today on this episode. And so we know that mankind has two choices in life. Going all the way back to the beginning of creation with Adam and Eve, we see that mankind was made without sin there in Genesis chapter 2. They were made without sin and they were never intended to taste death. However, mankind rebelled, therefore sending all of mankind into what's known as a cycle of sin or the sin cycle. And so every man, woman, boy, and girl that has ever lived or will ever live apart from Jesus Christ has inherited and imputed a sin nature. Because of that sin, we could no longer have a relationship with God. And so if we was to go to Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3, we would see in the beginning that Adam and Eve had a perfect relationship with God. They walked and talked together. They were in communion with each other, and they had a a great relationship. But When Genesis chapter 3 comes into the play and the serpent comes up and tempts Eve and Eve eats of the fruit, then Adam eats of the fruit, all of mankind is sent into a sin cycle. And so because of that sin, we could no longer have that relationship with God that we once had, that God created us to have. And so that is why mankind is in desperate need of the gospel. And so Jesus came to pay for our sins and to offer us eternal life. He said in John chapter 10, verse 28, I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my father's hand. And so the first part of that verse, 
I give unto them eternal life. That's Jesus speaking. And so eternal life is life forever. And so Jesus has come that we might have eternal life. Now, Jesus came to offer us this eternal life because of our sin. And because of our sin, we now have to taste what's known as the first death. And so the Bible is clear in the New Testament. It is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. Whereas in the garden before sin, mankind was not intended to experience death at all. But sin commands death. That is what Romans tells us. That is the payment for sin after all. The wages or the payment for our sin is death. And so, however, those who place their faith in Jesus Christ only experience earthly death unless they are taken by the rapture. So, to put that into perspective, you and I as a believer in Jesus, if Jesus tarries or waits in his coming to to rapture the church, we will experience what's known as earthly death, the first death, unless Jesus comes and brings us home in the rapture. But after the earthly death, believers are immediately ushered into the presence of Jesus. That is where believers and unbelievers are separated. And so once a believer dies, they are immediately ushered into the presence of Jesus, where we as believers will spend eternity. That's what he said in John 10, 28. I give unto them life eternal, eternal life. And so now those who do not place their faith in Jesus will experience life apart from Jesus and God. They will experience an eternity away from, separated from God. And that is what makes hell and eternity apart from God so bad. It's simply you are removed from the grace and love and fellowship of God that was intended to be since Genesis. And so because they never accepted the free gift of salvation, meaning they will be separated from God and his grace and his mercy forever. A very sobering thought for us, even as Christians, that we should urgently preach the gospel. And so there is a place that has been has not been prepared for you and I But there's a place prepared for Satan. And Matthew 25 depicts this place. It says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. That last phrase is what I want to pull out really quickly. So the place that mankind as unbelievers go was prepared for for the devil and and his angels. So there is heaven where all the saved people will dwell with Jesus forever. But then there is a place called hell that is described as an awful place of agonizing torment that is prepared for Satan and his angels. And so you see, angels and Satan do not have a soul like mankind, like you and I do. So when they rebelled against God in heaven, which is the first act of rebellion in the world, in the history, God kicked them out of heaven without a way for a remedy, without a path for redemption. God did not offer Jesus to redeem the rebellion of Satan. God offered his only son, Jesus, to redeem the rebellion and the fallen nature of mankind. So hell, let me be very clear right now, was never prepared for humans. But because mankind in the garden chose to go after Satan and follow him and rebel, mankind has now rejected God and his command, and they will experience what is known as the second death. 
However, the second death is only going to be experienced by those that have never placed their faith in Jesus. So to take a step back, we talked about in the early on in the podcast that those of us who are believers, we will experience the first death, earthly death, but after that we have life eternal. And so once a unbeliever experiences the first death, they will go to a waiting period where they will be in torment until what's known as the great white throne judgment. So I've did a whole episode on the great white throne judgment. So you could go listen to that on the podcast. I also did one on the judgment seat of Christ, telling you what the difference is between the two and what exactly will take place at each of those events as they are two futuristic events that have not taken place yet. But I want to read you a passage out of Revelation chapter 20. We're going to read verses 11 through 15, which is really going to summarize the second death so we can fully answer this question biblically. Verse 11 says, and I saw a great white throne and he that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which are written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and the death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Here we are. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And so this passage, John writing this on the Isle of Patmos, getting all of this revealed to him about what is to come in the future. And here specifically in chapter 20, about what will happen to those that have never placed their faith in Jesus and accepted his free gift of eternal life. And so at this great white throne judgment, note this, it's only people that are going to be there is the judge, Jesus, and those who have never accepted the free gift of Jesus. And so they are being judged based on their works, not on accepting Jesus. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But that is the second death. And so the first death is earthly death. And the second death is at the great white throne judgment being cast into the lake of fire. And so if the rapture was to take place right now, we would have what's known as the seven years of tribulation after that. Then we're going to have the second coming of Jesus. Then Satan will be bound for a thousand years as what's known as the millennial reign of Jesus. For a thousand years, Jesus will rule and reign here on the earth and Satan is put away, not able to deceive. But then after that a thousand years, Satan is loosed for a time and he is able to deceive. The Bible says he will deceive Gog and Magog and there will be another battle that will ensue. And so Jesus will then come and defeat them completely. And then what takes place at the very end is the great white throne judgment. And so if you're at the great white throne judgment, it is solely for unbelievers. And the judgment seat of Christ is only for believers. And so at the great white throne judgment. The books will be opened, one of which is the book of life. And if your name is not found in the book of life, John says here in in chapter 20 that you will be cast into the lake of fire forever. That is the second death. And so when believers stand at the judgment seat of Christ, they are accepted on behalf of Jesus's righteousness. But when lost people stand before him at the great white throne, they are seeking acceptance based on their own righteousness righteousness. The Bible says here in verse 12, judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their 
works. And so which mankind's righteousness will never cut it to enter heaven. And so based on our righteousness, based on my righteousness alone, if I was to stand at the great white throne judgment as a lost person, that would not be enough to get me into heaven. That's not enough for any mankind, for any human that has ever lived or ever will live. We needed a substitute. We needed Jesus's righteousness. Matthew 25, 46 says this, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteousness unto life eternal. The righteousness are the ones that not by their own righteousness, but by Jesus's righteousness have been accepted. But the first part of that verse says, shall go away into everlasting punishment. So to answer the question that we have after setting up the scene of all of this, verse 14 says that casting into the fire or lake of fire is called the second death. Now, if believers live forever in eternity safe and secure in Jesus, lost people get their judgment based on their righteousness, which deems them worthy of hell. And so God is so just that if one does not accept Jesus, he will not accept you. God will not accept you if you did not accept his son's forgiveness and his son's redemption. Therefore, the lost person is technically a son of Satan, and Satan is their father, Ephesians chapter 2 tells us. So the question that arises is, is hell fair? Absolutely hell is fair and just because Jesus went and gave his life so that we don't have to experience separation from God forever. In fact, while Jesus was on the cross paying for the sin debt of mankind, he was separated from his father for a time. And so if mankind rejects that, of course God is just in sending souls to hell. And so if the person sent to hell just burned up and died and then ceased to exist, never to feel pain again, that would contradict the punishment that God has created for Satan. So God's just intentions were that whoever is cast into this pit, into this lake of fire, would burn forever and ever. And so it can be pictured, as scripture teaches us, as someone drowning while yet on fire in complete darkness, but never dying. And so to answer the question very bluntly, very simple, is the second death just death and we're done, or is it continual burning for eternity? Bible teaches us it's everlasting torment. It is burning and agonizing death for all of eternity. So while believers live with Jesus forever, unbelievers dwell in hell forever, not to party it up with their friends as in complete darkness and an agonizing, excruciating, screaming torment because we re- because they rejected the free gift of Jesus. So as Christians live forever with Jesus, lost people do in fact basically live forever or they're dying forever, but they are burning and in torment day and night forever and ever. So the second death for humans means they will burn forever and ever in agonizing pain. But those of us who have trusted Jesus, we get to live forever in the security of Jesus in heaven because we trusted in his righteousness. And so a very good question with a very real biblical answer. The second death is, is death for eternity as we they are paying for their own sins through that death and they are experiencing hell 
and agonizing pain forever. So as a Christian, what is your response to that? Well, it should promote you to evangelize. Because no doubt there are people in your life right now, there are people that you work with right now, people in your family that do not have a personal relationship with Jesus. And if the rapture was to take place this very instant, they would live forever without Jesus. They would stand before him at the great white throne judgment, be cast into the lake of fire, and experience this agonizing second death for eternity, the everlasting punishment, as Jesus said in Matthew 25. And so we as Christians should understand that hell is real, but it should be a sobering fact to us that we need to be on fire sharing Jesus with those around us. So I hope this question helped clarify this biblical teaching. As always, have a great Friday and God bless. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the I Am Persuaded podcast, please consider subscribing and share with your friends. We pray this is a blessing in your life. God bless.